the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Isaiah 61. It's always a pleasure to be with you and to impact your homes, impact your space with the Word of God and with truth that comes from only God. My name is Pastor Solomon. I'm at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. And you can connect with us on social media, Spirit of the Lord Church, dash S-O-T-L-C, on Facebook, Spirit of the Lord Church, dash S-O-T-L-C, on Facebook, or on YouTube, where Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of the Lord on YouTube. Now, um, we've been talking through fasting and prayer. And last week, we had to break and um, bring you the remarkable story of Leroy and Amanda Ray, um, they're missionaries that God has sent uh, to Uganda. They started in South Sudan, and due to some of the um, constraints and also the outbreak in in conflict, they have transitioned to Uganda, and God is continuing to do amazing things. So please listen to the previous episode to to learn about what God is doing. And, you know, we'll bring them on again to share more about what God is doing and testimonies and miracles that continue to take place in their ministry. Truth is light. Um, We want to continue uh, on the subject or the theme, keys to effective prayer and fasting, keys to effective prayer and fasting. So uh, at the beginning of this month, we laid a foundation to what fasting is, what fasting is and how how fasting is effective and really the, the reason why we fast, so purpose of fasting. And we today we'll talk briefly about keys to effective fasting and then we'll just start and launch into prayer. So keys to effective fasting. I'm I'm pretty sure that for for some of us that are listening that are veterans and that have a lifestyle of fasting, we we know these and I want just want to reiterate these to you. And for those that are new newer in, in in faith in the Lord Jesus and you are adapting a lifestyle of fasting, this will help you uh, make certain that your fasting is effective. Every time you fast, we want it to be impactful and bring results. Amen. Now, the, one of the keys to f- effective fasting is that you make a commitment to consecrate yourself. So it's a commitment that you make. And the commitment, you know, 
to consecrate yourself and your body being um, the symbol of your consecration leads to you breaking certain habits. It's, you know, you can commit and consecrate yourself and say, God, I'm, I want to break this habit or I'm going to break this habit. And as a result, I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast. I'm going to fast from X, Y, Z. I'm going to fast from something that I'm used to. I, I, I want to break a habit. I, I want to make it a habit to dwell in your presence, to study your word more. And so committing ourselves to fasting uh, breaks habits. And then it allows God to set in on the scene. It allows God to interrupt, right, and come into the scene and say that, okay, my son, my daughter, you have consecrated yourself. And now I am coming in in full force to execute that which I please. And also the purpose for which you fasted will not be in vain. So making a commitment to consecrate yourself before God is important. Number two, we practice healthy habits. So during the fasting period, you would practice healthy habits, especially if you're going through a longer period of fasting, you would start to abandon you know, old unhealthy habits, and then you would embrace healthy habits. Um, some of those could be um, drinking water, lots of water. Um, a lot of us don't drink the amount of water recommended per day. And so fasting helps us to uh, start the habit, you know, or increase or make more prominent the habit of drinking lots of water. And also, you know, when you're going through fast, a fast, a period of fast, you don't you don't eat too much. You don't eat too much. Gluttony is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Paul said that food for the stomach and the stomach for food, God made them both, but he shall bring an end. Those those desires shall cease. So the desire for food and the stomach being hungry for food all those God will destroy, other versions will say. But in in actuality, those will cease, right? But when you fast and you get into the lifestyle and habit of fasting, that lifestyle sustains you spiritually because we are actually more spiritual beings. And so if you're at a place in your life where you just eat and eat and and prompted to snack every time it, it's fasting is able to help you scale back and have more control, have more control over your desires for food, your desires to eat. It, it, it promotes healthy habits, healthy habits. Um, now you're able to replace old habits and seek God to bring or to create a desire in you for him like never before. A desire for God like never before. So the old habits as they leave or as you orient yourself to you know, practicing healthy habits, God also 
um, comes in and he sets in and he says, okay, my my desire is for you to spend more time with me. My desire is for you to get to know me and and create an intimate relationship with me. And as a result you, you, of you breaking those habits, I'm going to come in and fill the void. And so anytime, instead of craving for something, you would crave for me. You crave for my word. You crave for prayer. You crave for conversations that are centered towards God, giving God glory and God being the center of those conversations. Now, uh, when you fast, also make sure that you're reading, you're meditating on the word of God. You're reading and you're meditating on the word of God. In addition to praying as often that you are able, some of us uh, work in in the in in the work field in the marketplace, and so your day is you know laced with so many things that you have to do. The key is to maintain the focus. Number five, so maintain the focus, maintain the focus, so you can go back to number four and read. Meditate on the word of God and pray as much as you can. Pray as much as you can and as often as you can. Uh, that That is critical. That is critical. That's why we'll fast. Um, and the last key is to believe that God has already answered or he's already done it. What a powerful thing to know that before you start fasting, before you enter that uh, space of consecrating yourself, of holding yourself from uh, food or, or abstaining from certain things that you're used to doing and you, your, your hobbies, to dedicate and rededicate time back to God that he has already answered the belief and the confidence and the knowledge that he has already answered is is a huge key is so is critical to getting results and being effective during fasting and prayer and so with that i want to recap so keys to effective fasting and prayer make a commitment to consecrate yourself number two practice healthy habits and then number three, replace old habits and seek God to bring a new desire for him, a deeper desire for him. Number four, read, meditate on the word of God and pray as often as you're able. Number five, maintain the focus of the fasting. Maintain the focus. Keep the focus. And number six, believe God has already answered. Believe God has already answered. And this is the confidence we have when we approach the throne room of grace that he is the one who would do it. So we have every confidence that God has already answered. And so with that, I want to shift into prayer and how fasting and prayer are interrelated. You can't do you. You can do prayer without fasting, but you can't fast without prayer. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. So what is prayer? And prayer is actually the act of communication with God. You're communicating with God and you're expecting God to communicate back to you. So prayer is a two-way street where we communicate to God, we speak to God, we talk to him, and we expect and hold 
uh, in anticipation for him to respond. So there's communication. It's two-way, right? And a lot of times we just we just get in front of God in his presence and we just talk. And he is desiring to speak back to us. He's desiring to speak back to us. So prayer um, entails uh, a back-and-forth conversation and communication with, with God. Um, and when you continue that and when you build up your prayer life, what it does is that you you are deepening your relationship, right? Your relationship with God is being built, is being strengthened because you are talking to him and he is also talking to you. You're talking to him and he's also talking to you. Um, it also deepens our intimacy with God. So as the relationship grows, we are more intimate with God. And for those that have been in relationship, you realize that the more you're, you're better at communicating, the more that you're, you deepen in your communication skills and you're able to capture the, the, the audience of the, the, the other party, you realize that you develop the relationship and intimacy grows because you're able to discern each each thoughts, right? And God desires that we are able to discern his thoughts. God desires that we are able to tap into his mind for the for the time that we live in and for anything that we seek that he will get the glory. Um and the reason why, two reasons why um, our intimacy deepens is when our intimacy with God deepens, our, our hearts are aligned to the heart of the Father. So we, we know what makes God tick. We know what God make, makes God, uh, you know, respond and react and, 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 and come on the scene in his fullness. We, we tend to be connected more so um, in our prayer, prayer time. Prayer, um, prayer as a result, uh, deepens our relationship and intimacy with God. And as a result, we get answers to our prayers. So our intimacy with God yields results when we pray, when we pray. And um, finally, it also permits God to intervene in human affairs. So where there is no prayer, God is unable to intervene. He's sovereign, he's able, but with prayer, we give him the mandate, we give him the permission to act on this earth. We give him the ability to come in and interfere and suspend natural laws or to change the course of history. And we see that God has moved through mighty men in, in, in the past and mighty men and women, I should say, in the past, and he continues to do that through, even through right now, through today, that he will intervene in the affairs of men when we call on his name, when we call on his name, and prayer is the answer. Prayer is the answer. God, which remember that God is bound by his word. So anytime God speaks, it becomes law. And so he cannot operate outside of what he has said because he's a God who is faithful. Now, I hope you have been blessed. We're going to take a quick break. This is Pastor Solomon on Isaiah 61. 
We are coming to you um, every every Saturday, and we we pray that you are blessed. Now we'll take a quick break and be right back. And stay tuned as we dive deeper into the conversation about prayer. God bless you. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church. We are 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. And um, yeah, we are talking about fasting and prayer. So today we went, we've gone over the keys to effective fasting. And um, we're talking about prayer. What is prayer and how does prayer impact the world that we live in prayer is essential it's 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 a commodity jesus um, started his ministry with prayer he started uh, with prayer and he lived a life of commitment to prayer a life committed to prayer was the reason for jesus ministry success and so as ministers as believers uh, we have to adapt a lifestyle of prayer and for those that you know, I are still uh, looking and seeking for God's manifest power through His Spirit. I'm going to share a word of prayer at the end of this broadcast, and we believe that God is going to just release a dimension of grace to pray, the the, the mantle to pray, because we we need to arise with prayer, more prayer than ever before, and. Um, we know that prayer is a lifestyle because Jesus lived a lifestyle of prayer, and so when we looked at when we look at Scripture, Acts six four, um, there's a call to being devoted to prayer. Um, prayer was used before decisions were made um, on 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 church leadership appointments, uh, before ordinations, before um, you know going to certain places, geographical locations, or uh, to 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 affirm that um, God was leading in a certain direction, and and so there is a call for us to be devoted to prayer. There's a call for us to be devoted to prayer. A lot of us um, are devoted to God, and we say it, but we 
we don't have the evidence of committing our lives to praying. And um, when you look at other religions, they have set times for prayer. And even in the Jewish tradition, there are watches, right? So there are times set aside for prayer throughout the day. And David mentioned that um, he would pray seven times a day. So he would call on the name of the Lord. And that was a consistent thing. That's devotion to prayer. Acts 6.4 talks about that. Luke 18, 1 to 8, we, 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 we hear Jesus saying that men everywhere ought to pray and not faint and not give up and not be weary. Men everywhere ought to pray. There is a call to us being devoted to prayer. And there, there, is, there are no excuses as believers. We just have to uh, allow the Spirit of God to move in us and through us and create the desire and the appetite for prayer like never before. First Thessalonians 5.17 t- says that pray without season. Pray in all seasons, at all times. Pray. The, the, it's not a suggestion, believers. It's not a suggestion, everyone. It is a command and a call to pray. So that requires a devotion to prayer, a devotion to prayer. And Jesus actually said that, you know, my house shall be called a house of prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. And so when we turn church into anything other than focusing on prayer, we have and are missing the mark. We have missed and are missing the mark. And if we don't course correct, we will continue to miss the mark. Fellow believers, this is a call to us arising and going back to the fundamentals and the foundation that Jesus set. And he was very clear that my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of teeth, thieves, which was echoing Jeremiah seven eleven, where Jeremiah spoke the word and said that you have turned my house into a house of for for bandits. I mean, how how is that possible? Are we replacing prayer with entertainment? Are we replacing prayer with 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 machines and smoke machines and lighting and expecting those to create an atmosphere? Ladies and gentlemen, the atmosphere is created when we arise in prayer. Jesus said that this kind goeth not but by prayer and fasting. There are miracles, signs and wonders that are awaiting us. There is power that is awaiting us there is authority that is awaiting us but we cannot harness and access those until we arise with prayer with fervent prayer communicating with god asking god to intervene building our relationship with god and and growing so intimate with god that we know god's heart now we use certain things as ways to attract people but i can tell you that the the principles of old and how god moved in old times has not changed. God is able 
to bring and save cities when we arise and we fast and we effectively pray. When we say that, God, we don't want to rely on human invention. Yes, a beautifully decorated stage is is going to attract people, but it's not going to keep and sustain the glory of God. A beautiful sanctuary is 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 necessary and excellence is is important and actually prescribed in scripture but it has to go with prayer as we do those things we have to arise with prayer like never before in fact prayer should be the foundation of everything and god would lead and direct us so we get results so we get results now i i i see a generation of believers that are devoid of prayer and i pray that god will release new mantles of prayer upon our lives god will release a new a new strategy that will cause us not to prioritize anything over prayer may god release mantles upon our lives may god impress upon our hearts with the call of prayer the mandate to pray in everything we do in every way we go we will pray whether we are lying sitting kneeling laying prostrate we'll pray and that god will get the glory and restore the church back to where we need to be in jesus name god bless you we'll see you another time Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.